interesting ideas about spiritual growth. Normally we associate it with things like prayer and meditation. And one would be surprised to find that an unlikely destination to explore spirituality is actually the body and the way it moves. The master Kabbalist, Rabbi Moshe Chaim Lutzato, presents a ladder of ascent to spiritual greatness. The second rung, he uses the Hebrew word zrizut, which can be translated as enthusiasm, as vigor, as a form of internal joy and jubilation. But more than that, it indicates a level of deep spiritual connection. And how does that connection manifest? He spells out in the text something very profound. He says the following thing. There is a symbiotic relationship between the way that we relate to and move our bodies and the way that our internal spiritual core manifests in our actions. The way we move is the way that we manifest or subdue spiritual greatness, connection, the capacity to transcend the mundane and the material. Ironically, by our bodily movements, the ultimate material, we can use that as a catapult to jettison us into a very, very powerful and exciting spiritual realm. And this is the way he explains it. Because the nature of lethargy is the body communicating to the inner soul that the activity that I'm engaging in is worthless and mundane, irrelevant. In other words, if I, in the way that I do something, I'm heavy, lethargic, sloth-like. So, I'm telling myself, I'm, the way he puts it, I'm extinguishing the fire of his enthusiasm because my body is telling me this is absolutely irrelevant. And therefore, by simply adjusting speed of execution, I transform my inner mood and my capacity to connect to what I'm doing. And therefore he says as follows. When a person is engaged in a spiritual practice, how should you approach it? Well, it's quite obvious. If you approach it with a slow, lethargic entrance of your body and you lagging behind yourself, what will happen is you'll feel zero connection to that spiritual endeavor. But if on the other hand, you open it up and you behave rapidly, you turn on the speed dial of being, what starts to occur in your inner world is you ignite the soul until it starts to manifest in your movements 
and you feel this entire this light of inspiration becoming ignited and a level of connection of yearning and of driving yourself to connect to a higher being until it becomes almost a profound act of love and desire a way of moving a way of moving beyond the here and now of my bodily constraint which is fascinating because it means the way to access spirituality is not to take the spiritual path he says it's too hard it's inaccessible moving my arms getting my legs to run is well within my reach so do that because that's in your hands and that's easy to access use what the use access the things which are easy access to get beyond it he brings a lot of precedents from the from the acts of the spiritual giants and when you look at the texts of the way that the especially in 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 genesis how we look at the patriarchs and how they related to their their work for example abraham avram he's sitting at the at the opening to his tent and he's anticipating searching for wayfarers who he can welcome into his home and when he sees them what does he do well he could do this i mean he was recovering from his sickness and he could say hey hey guys hi why don't you come over? What does he do? He gets up and he starts to run towards them. Why is he running? He's not running because they, he may miss them. He's not running because maybe they'll bypass him. He's not running because they're going to need those extra seconds that he achieves through. He's running because he's activating his love of the other. And that becomes manifest in the rapidity of his movement. So the running is a description of his profound connection to helping other people. It's an accentuation of his spiritual dimension of self. Bring them into his house, and then the words of the verse go like this. It says, He quickly, he runs to the tent. He says to his wife, sorry, quickly, let's pray. Where, what, what's the rush? What's the rush? Chill. Sit underneath the tree. Take a drink. And then he goes and he... It's all... What is that? He's allowing his spiritual values to hit his body. And now this becomes much larger than just the activation of spirituality through rapid movements, through speed. And one starts to think about the notion of speed itself and the idea of movement. And there's an internal movement and there's an external movement. And somehow there's a correlation between the two, that the external movement can actually activate an internal movement. So let's speak about internal movements. What are, what are internal movements? So It's almost as if the default setting that I experience is one of spiritual inertia. It's just there. It's like in the background. It's very, if it's there, it's very soft. It's not activated. 
So where do I find the switch or the dial to like t- turn it up? Well, it's, it's in my hands. It's in my legs. It's in my face. And therefore, this is what happens. If, if I'm trying to connect to a person because I appreciate the beauty and the depth of another human being and I know the core essence of the kind of spiritual magnitude that each and every human being carries with them. And I go over to a person and I say, Hello. I'm undermining their deep appreciation. But if I look at them and say, Whoa. Another human being. Fashioned with spiritual unlimited potential. And I can help them. So the, the, the movement indicates the value. But also to indicate something else. I don't know if you've ever tried to run without knowing where you're running to. It's very difficult. It's hard to pick up speed. <laughs> running by its very nature, fast activity by its very nature, implies a very strong sense of destination. I know what I'm doing. I know where I'm going. And a lethargy very often predicts a, a lack of orientation. I don't really know what, what's going on. So now, let's, let's clinch it further. The nature of spiritual endeavor for us is making the meaning in the moment and turning the transient into the transcendent. What we're trying to do is we're trying to utilize the here and now, the temporal moment, and make it eternal. We're trying to recognize that the physical world is just a way of getting a handle onto the spiritual one. And that in any moment I have the power to immortalize the second and stretch it all the way into infinity. Well, how do I do that? If I use this moment for a profound connection, which probably is what meaning is all about, Meaning indicates that my activity is not for the specific focus in the moment, but for, for example, for example, the meaning of eating. Is eating a meaningful act or not? Well, it depends. Depends how I do it and what my intention is. If I'm eating because I enjoy the taste of food on my tongue and in my palate, and I have a, a positive experience as it slowly sips down my throat, well then, that experience is very much bound by the beginning and end of the eating process. But if I'm eating because I recognize that with those nutrients in my body, I can contribute, I can give, I can help, I can assist, I can understand, I can grasp. So then the eating itself is not an eating. It's a stepping stone towards care, to love, to understanding, to depth, to wisdom. So the eating itself becomes suffused with those eternal values. And therefore, instead of that snack becoming trapped in a particular time, in a particular space, it starts to become eternal. It just becomes a handle. How do I capture the eternity of wisdom while I'm sustaining my body so I can think? And that means that in that snack, when I know what it's coming to do, there's an intention, there's a focus, there's a destination. 
So meaning and destination are almost synonyms. When there's a destination, I can speed up my movement because I know where I'm going. And I become focused. And my life starts to take on a different kind of healthy, transformative pace. If you think about the difference between running and walking, or walking and standing still, it's different levels of progress. Standing still is stagnation. Walking is slow progress. Running is rapid progress. I'm able to get from the point of departure to the destination in a much, much, much quicker time. Spirituality is utilizing the moment and my life to its maximum. Now, if I can walk or run, spirituality would demand a run when appropriate. Because when I walk qualitatively, I've undermined the power of that moment. And the more I focus on how I can engage the body movements of quickness, of alacrity, of actually putting myself into the sinews and muscles of the moment, the more I gravitate towards change, towards eternity, and that means the more alive I become. Because life is expressed in its deepest form with eternity. Anything which will eventually die, come to an end, is a fatal disease waiting to happen. It's not life in its purest sense. Life in its purest sense is transcendence, that which doesn't have an end. And the more I become connected to the transcendence in the moment, using the here and now for beyond it, the more alive I become, because this moment never ceases to be. And the more alive I become, the more engaged, the more I feel it, the more I experience it through the vigor and vitality of the moment. And then, coupled, coupled with that expression in a somatic way, in my body, I become more and more alive. Whereas, if I reduce myself, to some somnambular pace of slow and very lethargic ambulation. So I suck life out of the moment. And we want to be alive to the nth degree. And therefore, the spiritual path to life, to connection, to unlocking the power of my soul, can begin with how I move my body. That is huge. That is huge. Practically speaking, let's say I would have, this is interesting, I would have a spiritual destination I need to reach. It could be an act of kindness. It could be a study session where I'm able to unlock the secrets of the creation. It could be a moment of prayer and meditation. The way I move towards that destination will elevate or relegate the experience. If I move towards it lethargically, getting my body moving towards it, I've already destroyed the moment before it even began. Because I've said, this is not worth putting effort into. And I've sucked out the life of the experience that's about to happen. But if I switch it, 
and I ran. I sprinted to my place of study, to my place of prayer and meditation, to the person I'm trying to help. I, by the time I've got there, I've already said, this is huge. You can feel it in my sweat. And the driplets, the droplets become the test of how deeply I'm connected to the spiritual world. Powerful idea.